As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle have won. Um, now let's get on to Manly v the Titans. Oh wow! I wish Tom and Eddie were here. Just uh, <laughs> um, should have Zoom called them in. Um, what a, this is like! This is the Titans I want to see every week. This is the Titans. This oh. top eight footy kind of Titans. Um, you know, an eighty-minute performance. It had. You know, they were aggressive. Their completion rate, it wasn't the greatest, but it was solid. Uh, I thought Fodawaka continues to go from strength to strength. Obviously, the negatives are uh, Brimo, he's done his hammy. Positives are now we're going to see Jaden Campbell for at least three to four weeks. So it's like a good and a bad thing for the Titans because if he goes on and kills it for the next three to four weeks, you know, the contract offer is going to be huge. Um, Khan Pereira, who, I'll be honest, I, I wasn't sure whether he's... No, I wasn't, not that I wasn't sure. I didn't think he was ready for first grade yet. I thought that he just needed maybe an extra six months or a half a season in Q Cup. Just continues to score try after try. It's unbelievable. Serious Alex Johnston vibes. Oh, wow. S- speed, great finisher. And I think when you look at a great finisher, you think, you know, oh, they can barnstorm over and get it. Timing is everything. Yeah. Being in the right position, like timing you run with the bloke inside, you're throwing the ball. You know, if there's a kick in behind the line, you know that's coming. If they're holding off and you need to be deep, you know it's coming. AKP just gets it right every time. He's yep. like very early AJ vibes. I like that AKP. Did you come up with that one? I'd like to say so, mate, but super coaches abbreviate everything. Oh, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Uh, David Fafita. I think he has had, you know, has he had as flashy a year as, say, like first or second year of Broncos? No. But I'd probably say this year is his best season of footy. I really think that. It's his most complete footy by far and away. Like, he is genuine. Like, if he plays like this, he's only going to get better. He's playing in a side that currently isn't in the eight, even though they're sitting 10th, which is like, to think this Titan side, for the ups and downs that they've had where sometimes you're sitting there going, oh, this is the worst ever, they're 10th. So they've put themselves in a position to, to stay in that, to fight for the top eight. But I think David Fafita is a lock in the Queensland squad. You had to said that to me four weeks ago. I would have said, you know, he'd be lucky to make the squad. Mm. He's a lock. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, there was a moment there where he scored that try from dummy half and Chris Randall got to dummy half first. Fafita went there and they sort of had a tussle and I just thought, Christopher, get out of the way. <laughs> Please get out of the way. And thankfully he did, Fafita scored. And I'd love to know, as they were walking back, um, Kieran Foran grabbed him, put his arm around, he said something to him. I'd love to know what he said to him in that moment after he'd done that. Because, you know, normally when Fafita scores in dummy half, you go, okay, Matt, he's had three runs, he's done that, that's amazing. But in this game, he'd had his 12, 15 runs, he'd made his 40 tackles. He's doing all the stuff that he wasn't doing, but then I still love that he's got it in him to go, my team needs something right now. I need to get into dummy yeah. half. Well, it's it's like what we always say, those moments when you do the tough stuff and you just do your, your carries, you get through your 15 to 20 carries, those moments present themselves. Whereas I feel like, you know, in yesteryear, he would look, he would almost force the moment and it would, it would throw the team out of whack. Whereas because he's doing all the right things, they just, they appear and he takes them. He takes them every single time. 19 carries, 30 tackles. So good. Is that not an underrated tactic that should maybe utilised more with the best, most damaging forwards in the game and there's a handful of them and Dave Feed's probably the top of it. Just go yourself from dummy half. They know it's coming. Yeah. And like they'll often, like, let's say it's a short side and or open side, whatever, and someone like Fafita will sit down and they'll run that half-hearted block play just mm. to hold up a bit of a number. Just be like, no, if there's a half-quick play, or just go to dummy half. Just try. They know it's coming, yeah. but you can't stop him because he's a beast. Especially if you can drop that play the ball on a half-back or a 5 8 yeah. get them a first marker mm. and then go at it. Because it's, it's, it's a very reactive thing where there's sort of no one there, there's a bit of quick play ball, and they just jump in, mm. make it more of a play to be like if there's a slightly quick play and you're around there push the hook out away and go yeah no agreed I also just want to give a you know Holbrook he's been getting pizzled in the media especially after last week should he keep his job but I think that the Titans deserve massive raps for two things the recruitment of Chris Randall who the Knights would kill for right now I can't believe they let him go honestly like that's such a poor decision <laughs> I think he's been outstanding and Tanner Boyd Tanner Boyd, for me, has been Titans' most underrated player this year. I think he's just getting better and better. Is he a showstopper or a world beater yet? No. But he's just getting more confident, getting the boys around the park. You know, they're sitting, I think it's 10th at the moment. And I think, so I'm just looking at their points. So they're sitting 10th, basically equal points point with Panthers right now, the, the Titans are, who are sitting 6th. Um, if you had said to me foreign would be having a, a relatively quiet year, even games that I would say are poor by foreign standard, and the Titans are still equal, you know, sitting equal on that eighth, you'd, you, I just wouldn't believe you. I wouldn't believe you. And that, that revolves a lot around Tanner. So massive wrap. We've got a Titans fan back there. Any questions? Yeah, any questions? Uh, yeah, not so much a question, but... Uh, last week, well, actually, sort of is a question. Last yeah. week's game, uh, for me, the fact that we were leading by such a big margin, yeah. there's so many comments in line, and I felt the same. I turned to my partner at halftime. I was like, if someone can lose it from here, it's going to be us. We've done it 22 nil, 24 nil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The weird thing for, like, the fact that we were losing 2 nil and then Manly had all the dominant sort of possession in the first half. It's bizarre, and maybe I'm making this up, but it, I, f I feel more comfortable in those scenarios with the Titans because we're such a flashy attacking team that when we have to grind and play mature footy, and Fafita's doing that now, and Brian Kelly made all the right reads on the weekend, it seems like we're if we're slightly behind and under pressure, we play more maturely than when we get ahead. What do you think that comes down to? Is it a young squad? Like, we've got foreign, but he, he didn't play that well last week either. Mm. It's just such a... It felt like such an immature 
attitude or something last week and we've done it for the last three years one game every year we seem to lose by a big margin after having that lead yeah it's like a it's like a double-edged sword for having good attack because you go when you come out you score four tries you go oh yeah boys here we go we're on here and then everyone forgets about the nitty-gritty it's almost similar to the broncos a bit at the moment where like you, you want them playing a grindy style rather than going out and scoring a bunch of points because then they can come in and um, and get dominated in the second half. So it it's just a mindset thing that the Titans have been missing for the last few years. And I think on the weekend that they, they nailed it. Like, if you're the Titans, you almost want to go in halftime like six all or, or yeah. ten to six losing because yeah. at the very least you know that they're not going to think that they've got the game in the bag when they don't. Um, so yeah, it is. It is a bizarre thing where like you're you're almost wishing your team doesn't score first because then they get reality checked into grinding the tough stuff because they can do it. They can do it, and they were outstanding on the weekend. I thought they were absolutely outstanding. Um, other Titans fan somewhere over there. Just pass them on. I've got a couple of questions for you. Um, I'm going to disagree with you on Tanner Boyd to a point. Okay. I'm a big Tanner Boyd fan. I'm a big Toby Sexton fan. Mm. I think the biggest difference between their two games, last night, Tanner's kicking was unbelievable. He hit the mark. He hit that five-metre in mark from the 40-metre out nearly every time he kicked. Yep. Against the Dolphins, how? why would you keep kicking to Hammer every single time? He's the quickest bloke on the field. All he's got to do is get on an angle to beat a tired forward. That was the starting point of their sets. Mm. Last week, it blew up our second half. Mm. Outside, but you put Sexy in against the Dragons, finds turf, makes all the big fellas turn around. They've got to get back quicker. I'm a big fan of finding the turf with a kick. That's the only thing I think that lets Tanner down. Outside of that, he's been outstanding. Foz has been the best thing for him. The big question is going to be is, who do you let go? Do you let go Sexton? Do you let go of Boyd? Yeah. Like, who, who do you let go long term? Because we've got an Australian schoolboy who was named, I think he was named on the extended bench this week. Tommy Weaver. Tommy Weaver. You've got to make a call there. Yeah, we've got a heap of depth in the spine, but someone's got to go. Who's it going to be? Yeah, look, I'd, I'd agree with you in regards to, you know, Tanner Boyd's not the complete product yet, for sure. Like, you know, kicking game every now and then is not perfect. But I would always rather pick defence first. And I think defensively he's a substantially better defender than Sexton, like right now. Even on the weekend, if you look at his stats, 23 tackles, zero misses. Uh, so I, I agree with you that, like, there could be an argument made that maybe Sexton attacking-wise has a few more strings for his bow, maybe. And he might, might have proven that with the Dragons when he scored the match winner. But I just think the problem with the Titans right now, it's just if they can sort their defence out, you know, their attack is sweet. Like, they can score points. 100%. I, after the match last night, we missed 22 tackles. Mm. I think 14 or 15 of those come through the middle. Mm. Like, that's yeah. too much. Yes, we held a slow manly side down that didn't have turbo. Yes, our attitude was better in defence. Very pessimistic here, but we played like that against Melbourne, the Chooks, the Rabbits. The boys are going to have a field day up the middle, and it all stops as soon as Moe and Tino both come off of the field at the same time. Mm. I said it to Timmy at the start. I said the biggest difference was yesterday 
Maui and Tino, one of them was always on the field. Mm. And you said what Maui played seventy minutes or something? It's a lot. Seventy-one, seventy-one minutes. Mo Fotawaka. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do that. Tino, sixty-one minutes. That's where our dominance comes with the forward pack, and I've been David Fafita's biggest critic since we signed him. Mm. He didn't take the tough carries for the last two years. Now he's one of the first forwards inside that 10 to 15 metre like range. He puts his hand up, he'll take a tough carry, and then more often than not, he's got the ball in his hands on the fourth tackle again. Like mm. He's been by far our best player this year, and it's the first time I've said in a few years that he's worth the money we're paying him. Mm. Outside yeah. of that, he would have been worth half. Yeah. No, no mate, I, I agree with everything you said. I, I think we said at the start of the year the one thing that we would sign if we were – going to recruit for the Titans would be another front rower to take some yeah 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 uh, t- t- Timmy and I man, spoke about it before yeah we got Bo Firma out for the year mm. we're still going to be short an edge or a lock outside I, I, of that mm. we're a pretty complete side if we want to turn up for 80 minutes I, I still reckon Aaron Clark could be develop into a, a starting 13 I, th- I think at the moment he's good at impact uh, but if he cleans up a few parts of his game, that maybe he could be a 13. Um, I just reckon another front row would be really good for you because, as you said, when you lose Tino and Maui, like it's it's just like night and day. Yeah, so if you could somehow go onto the market and get a big fella in the middle there to, to, to pick up a bit of that slack. But, you know, really disappointing a couple of weeks ago or last week or whatever it was to lose the lead you had. But as I said, you're sitting 10th, same amount of wins as Penrith. Like, I think that... Relatively speaking, even though it hasn't been pretty, I think that's pretty good for the Titans. I really do. And that's not to be, you know, uh, it's not like the bigotry of low expectations. It's like this is a roster with a new spine. You've lost Verrills, who was your like a, essentially a marquee signing just below foreign. Foreign Randall's done a job. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually pretty happy with the Titans are at right now. Yeah, I, I've been impressed with them. I think I think both Thermal was a huge loss. I think. I think people outside of the Titans probably don't realise yeah. how much of a big loss that was. Um, it might actually be the biggest blessing in disguise because you moved Fafita over there, and that's unlocked him outside Foz out there. But you've also, you know, you've obviously lost your hooker. As can be said, you've gone through periods without having Foz, without having Brimo. You're going to go through another one of those now. I, I do think, and I was, you know, everyone was very high on the Titans last year, and I couldn't make any sense of why, and they really battled. But I think this year you're learning a lot of lessons that are really going to set you up for the future. Yep. Geez, the sorry uh, to cut you off quickly, but. Brimo's injury history must be starting to get to you. Like Tommy Turbo, injury this, injury that, gets all the talk. And I know he's not the superstar that Turbo is, but as good as Brimo is, he's getting injured a lot. Yeah. You like Jack White? <laughs> like, what, what do you want me to say? Well, you so, lost Jack White. Yeah, no, I was going <laughs> to... No, not yet, we haven't. Uh, but I was going to say, but I mean, you've got Jaden Campbell to step in. Like, hardly a problem, but yeah, far out. Like, JC wasn't there. Mm. I'd be shaking in my boots because last year Brimo was out, JC was out. We had Jermaine Asako at the back. That was nothing. We had no attack. The boys just went, yeah, we'll go sideways. Nah, we'll go back the other way. We'll go back the other way. Mm. Uh, we'll kick. Like, there, there was nothing there. Yeah. But the other thing I agree with you, Kempi, is buzz of a, of a morning has been massive on taking the absolute mickey out of Holbrook, saying he's the biggest coach under pressure. Mate, he's had injuries every week to quality players. Apart from last week, I 
haven't been upset at a single loss we've had this year. I think the boys are turned up. Mm. Well, I just and I just think that like, you know, a lot of coaches aren't given enough time to build something. You got Tino, one of the youngest captains in the comp. Maui is young. Brimo is still only twenty five. Like the Titans is a young squad. So, um, I, yeah, I, I've been satisfied. Aside from that one, you know, shocking second half, I've been satisfied with the Titans. Let's get to Manly now. Uh, we've got just a couple of Manly, couple fans. Of Manly fans. Does that say minus 13 plus or 13 plus? <laughs> <laughs> um, now, on a Manly. Uh, so, oh, there's a few things going on at Manly. So, Reece, today a report came out that Schuster was in a bit of a, a brouhaha with one of his teammates. Then there's rumours that Flanagan may be potentially signing with the club. Uh, Seabold refused to speculate, but he did say they have got one spot left in the top 30. I think it's really interesting, the timing of all this. Um, the Schuster, oh, he's just got a cork, then it turns into a strain. Now there's a bust up of training. We, we might be signing Flanagan. Like, if I'm a betting man, I think there's a possibility that Schuster may not be at this club in 2024. Quite possibly. And then you add in, I thought DCE's comments hit home. If I'm Schuster. And he doesn't, he is smart with, like, as in he doesn't mince words. He is the politician. Yeah. I've never heard him do that. And I mean that in the nicest way. But for him, for him to say that in the way he did, there was something in that for mm. sure. So I, and then there's word that Tigers maybe trying to have a, a crack for Schuster. If he's on Bitcoin, <laughs> look. <laughs> Might it, be a match made in heaven. <laughs> now, it's... So, Seabolt, when he was at the Broncos, he actually lost Fafita, and Fafita went to the Titans. And, you know, some would say that uh, that was a good thing in regards to, you know, to, Fafita didn't go and fulfill his potential at the $1.2 million mark or whatever. But at the same time, when Fafita was at the Broncos, he was absolutely killing it. And so now we've got another young player that, I don't know, like... Schuster has had, I guess, not not issues, but consistency issues uh, pre Seabold. So I'm not blaming it solely on Seabold, but I do think that this is one of the uh, challenges a young coach faces, and he may be making the decision of, look, as this is a young guy that's on a big contract that I didn't agree to. As in, I don't. I'm pretty sure Seabold wasn't the coach when mm. it's signed. What do you boys reckon? Do you reckon Schuster's going to be at the club next year? Because it's look, it everything is like, for example, a first grade. Actually, sorry, I'll, I'll throw it to you guys. A first grade player needing to go away and condition his body mid season. I can't wait to get the Manly fans' thoughts on Schuster. Yeah, that, well, that what is do you that question? And, yeah. and, and obviously, keep it respectful. I know you will, but yeah. can I just before Ella does talk, can you stand up and show us your tattoo, please? <laughs> oh no, <Is> it? <laughs> <laughs> we've got Manly thirteen plus. <laughs> None from two after getting that tattoo two weeks ago. So, uh, <laughs> even though we did win the week before, but it wasn't that impossible. Um, yeah, obviously, Schuster, I, I wanted nothing more than for him to excel at six this year and stay healthy. Obviously, he's been in our system since he's so young. Um, and yeah, it's been super disappointing. I think the whole fan base is pretty split on what they want, whether mm. it's a move to the second row, Locke's been thrown up, whether they want to get rid of him completely. Um, I think it's definitely part of it is a attitude issue with him. I think, I mean, I don't want to like just speculate for him or whatever. Um, 
But I think just getting so much hype as a young kid mm. kind of probably didn't help his development. Um, so I'm hoping this month off and obviously the support and comments from the first graders and all of that um, will help. But yeah, it's it's a bit of an issue because we don't have really a backup six. Latu Fainu's probably next in line, but he's 17 at the moment. Like he has, he debuted in reserve grade last week. Um, it's like he's there, but I'd even be considering contacting Cade Cust again. There's a part in um, his That's contract right. in the Super League. Cade Cust was great. Yeah. Cade Cust is a weapon. Does he have a clause that he can only return to Manly yeah, I think while on current contract? If it's like only return to Manly, but like we have to be first like to offer him or like first oh, yeah. have conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know if that's an option. Like, I mean, I'm still hoping that after, I'm a big optimist. So I'm hoping that he will, after this time off, can get back into form. But yeah, I think we definitely have to start looking at other options. It's just the, the, the Schuster one is like, it's one of those really hard, if he was 10% less potential than what he has right now, the decision would be quite easy. But because he genuinely could, he could literally be anything, Gurino. He could be. He could literally be anything. He used to be the fan club, but there could be anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's such a tough call because he is so, so good that it, him and his potential could lead a team to a premiership. Like That's how much potential I think he has. And some people might think that's crazy or whatever, but there is no half on the market. There's no half currently playing that has half the attributes that he has. Like That's how skillful he is. Big, strong... He's so strong that he can be one of the best second rollers in the comp. He's so his hand skills are so good he could be a seven. He's got great footwork. He, like there is nothing that he doesn't have when it comes to footballing ability. So it's hard to say. Like, is it just purely his attitude that is a problem? Does he have personal personal issues off the field? Sometimes it really is. Like you know, maybe family members have passed away, or you know. It's going to um, mention Keith Titmus, his best friend at training. Some people are speculating that um, he it, he could still be kind of going through that because it's sure. hard for like a young kid to mm. see that happen. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so basically yeah. best mates as He's, well. They were literally best mates. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you just don't. Don't know. Yeah, and like that's a that's not that's not a like, of course it's not a small event, but like that's going to rattle you for years and years. So like that could be something that he just needs to slowly work through that he's he's struggling with still. Um, so it is such a tough call. I think that everyone agrees though. We all want him just playing the best footy that he can possibly play because he is. Even when he first came back, like so, like that little chip that he did for Tommy to come and score, he could have scored. Like, it was amazing, but it does seem like the that he's struggling to meet the standards that probably DCE in that are setting at the moment. Uh, what do you reckon, mate? Do you with, with the Schuster situation? Do you think that stick with him, or what do you reckon? Like. Uh, just to reinstate what she said, it is an attitude thing in a way. Like I look at the Jared Croker situation. He got dropped for like, what, a year? Played reserve grade, fought his way back into the side. Mm. So you've got to think in that way, like you've got to work hard to get your position. He's a great player, got all these attributes to his game. But if you don't have effort, then can you really like be a first grader? Mm. Mm. That's what a lot of like them talk about. You've got to have all the effort plays, which I think he, he does lack mm. a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's, so I guess if you say the fan base is split, would you rather Manly go, okay, he's on a decent contract, let's try and allow him to go somewhere else and we bring in, you know, we bring in Cooper Johns and keep Kyle Flanagan and then develop someone else or I, I KO Weeks? Insist. 
because I think he's once in a generational talent at this yeah. point. Like the stuff he was doing two years ago Crazy. was out of this world. Yeah. So you've got to persist, but he's just, he's got to get his effort play. He's got to get his attitude right. And mm. once all that, that's ticked off, it could be the next, next big thing. Yeah. Would you, would you also persist? Uh, yes, for this season, 100%. Yeah. Um, what I was saying about like Kate Cuss is just like a what if, because yeah. we really don't have a premiership winning six that's like mm. ready to go next year if it doesn't work out or if we do have to move Shuey to the second row again. Mm. Yeah, I was just going to touch on, um, I think sitting out for Shuey and watching the boys struggle would also be tough. Like in that recent Tigers game in the first 10 minutes, you could see our attack, it just looks so fluid across the whole field. And when Shuey re-injured that quad injury, you could sort of see it at the game. It was a obstruction. He slowed down really quick. And from then on, he was dragging his left leg the whole game. Mm. Shuey, like the Fuldens took a big uh, shot at him when he was 14, I think. I know Scott recently left the club. I don't know if that's playing a sort of part in the drama at the club. Yeah. Um, but I think he's such a good player and mm. we've just got to stick with him. And I hope he... Uh, he prevails because he truly is really good. Yeah, I, I agree. I if, if it was my if I'm Seabold, I'm almost using it as this like as a personal challenge to try and empathise with Schuster and, and see where he's coming from and just try to get the best out of him. Um, but I also think that you don't want to stay down that path for too long because it can totally ruin your salary cap. Because if you if you, it's a time thing as well. Every year that you keep putting energy into someone is a year that you could be getting someone else I personally would persist with persist with him for this season what would you got what do, what do you guys reckon about the shoe situation yeah definitely persist with him this season uh, but I I've always thought his body his skill set everything he'd be a perfect 13 the more I see him the more I worry if, and I think you might have said at the start of the season if he's cut out to play 13 I probably don't think at the moment he is realistically um, so I think either that edge spot or at 5'8 I'd keep going with him at 5'8 I think that's what's just so frustrating about Josh as you said if he was 10% less skilled fine yeah. not performing it is what it is but I think that that just you know I mentioned before DCE's comments I think DCE's comments speak to just the skill set of this guy the DCE knows it's worthwhile him coming out to say that mm. to try and get a message because he knows this is a guy he could win a comp with in the next two or three years yeah he knows it yeah a DCE Croker Tommy Schuster Spine absolutely can win the comp you look at like every every premiership winning side has young guys that are so undervalued it's not funny and plays so far above well, their and DCE DCE and yeah. Fozzie exactly you look at South Sydney your Dill Walkers your AJs Schuster could be that guy mm. well and truly you look at Jack Bird for Cronulla these sort of guys every team's got him and I think DCE is well and truly aware that he could be one of them mm. what do you reckon Timmy? Yeah, I mean, absolutely persist with him for at least this year. Not at least this year. Like, I'd give him the season to, to turn things around a little bit. And he has been impacted by injury. That's the reality of it. At the end of the day, he's 21 years old, which yeah. is pretty ridiculous. He turns 22 in five days' time, mm. 5th of May. Um, so, look, I'd be sticking with him. And I touched on it on last week's show, so I don't want to flog a dead horse too much. But I think he should take a leaf out of Dave Fafita's book this season. And then yeah. I just, we mentioned all the great things that Dave Feed has done this year where we questioned attitude and his commitment to games a little bit at times and he's just blown expectations out of the water in 2023. Mm. I think Schuster needs to simplify things a little bit. Yeah. I know he's a 5'8 now and it's a creative position and, and I get that, but he's got DCE running the show. He calls the shots. He makes life for a 5'8 pretty easy, I think. Mm. Schuster, rap, um, 
roll up the sleeves, take some tough carries. You don't need to be the flashy, do everything kind of 5-8, pull out these miracle plays. Mm. Slow it down, the, the attacking stuff will come. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree in regards to like, if I'm shoe side, just think run first, just mm. run first. And I, yeah, I like, r- run first, pass run first. second. I'd Love always that. be thinking that. That's simple. Um, and, and to be clear as well, like the reason why, like Manly is still sitting fifth, you know, and, and he's played what, three games this year? Mm. So like, if you're disappointed with the way the Manly are going this year, hey, they're fifth, don't be disappointed, that's good. Uh, but if you are, it's absolutely not. Schuster's fault. It's, I think it's more just because he is so talented that he does steal the headlines. But um, in regards to Manly, look, disappointing, really, really disappointing loss. But they're sitting fifth. They're in a good position right now. Currently on 11 points. Um, Roosters on 12 points and Broncos on 14 points. So it's they've put themselves in a position where, you know, they might drop a game here or there, but they're pretty solidly in the eight right now, which is... Um, which is good, which is good. Now, 